1: hello
0: hello here we go it's the Cop-I Podcast. what is happening everyone welcome back to the copy podcast it's mick and christian once again christian how's it going lad good
1: it's friday again it feels like a week so just you know flying by which is good in one way but it's um A bit scary in another way because time just flies. But uh, I'm really good because we got some exciting news as well, and I thought you could bring it up if you like, mate.
0: Yeah, I just thought before we get into uh, unfortunately Real Madrid and uh, into the press conference in Palace, and I just thought because we announced kind of today um, that we'd be we're going to be doing a live show. I think we kind of floated the idea a couple of weeks ago, or like you said, time's going that quick. It might have been months ago now. That we'll be doing a show in North in Sweden uh, for the 1st of April, uh, which is the Man City game, which is now confirmed because thankfully um, it's been, we were worried it was going to get changed to the Sunday, but it's been put on BT Sport in in, in the UK and it's going to be a half 12 kickoff, which isn't the best, I suppose, but we know that it's that date. We've now um, solidified the plans. So if anyone's around in Sweden on North Shopen on the 1st of April, then do get yourselves over to the Cromwell House, which, um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing. So we're actually gonna have the pub open a bit earlier than usual, so about half eleven. So if you can get there asap, get your bevies in, get as many shopping <laughs> as you can, get yourself a bit of food, whatever else, and we'll start doing like a I don't know, like a just proper casual live show where we'll talk about Liverpool. We'll talk about North in Sweden. It's my first trip to Sweden, so I'm sure I'll have a lot of positive stuff to say. Uh, And yeah, just loads of good stuff. Some giveaways from Jack Design, which we one of our partners that we always mention on the shows. So it's going to be loads loads and loads of good stuff. And So yeah, from like half eleven till maybe four p.m. when the match ends and onwards if everyone fancies staying around Then that's kind of what the plan is generally. Uh, But the response has been very good so far. So we're going to keep Banging the drum if anyone fancies coming. But um, yeah, it's exciting news, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and it's you know nice to have you coming over to Sweden to obviously see my old um, home city where I lived for five years. So I know that supporters group very well, and the people there. I got loads of mates there as well. So it's a it's a nice city. Uh, it's a football city as well. You know, people love their football club in the, the local one, obviously. Um, and they will have the premiere on the day after. So maybe if we get a chance and we uh, we are okay with our heavy heads, maybe. We go and watch uh, ifk no shopping when they have the first game of the season on the sunday oh. we'll see uh but yeah so they always um, organize great supporters meeting with loads of people and you know nice atmosphere and everything you know they got this cromwell house pub as you mentioned which is an english pub um and they always you know make sure that the 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 meetings are you know uh, great with music and the atmosphere and the friendliness and everything so really looking forward to go back to uh, north shopping and to actually you know show you around a bit and then meet with all the people that we hope that will come so like i said we published this news in the uh, on on facebook like in the north supporters group uh, on facebook because that's where our main um, uh, would call it like that's where our aim people are obviously Uh, but if you're from Sweden and uh, you know close to Nord-Sherping or whatever then like Mick said make your way to Nord-Sherping that day on the 1st of April and Yes, we will open the pub a little bit earlier because it's an early kickoff, um, which is great. Obviously, we get more time to uh, talk to people before we're going to start the live show and all that. So it's going to be a great day. We're just you know hanging around with people, talk to people, having bevvies, talk about Liverpool, uh, talk about the uh, the big game. Obviously, it might be a very very important game. All games are now at the moment, but uh, you know, a City away. Uh, depending on how it goes from from now until then, it could be you know one one that is really really important. So yeah i'm really looking forward to it now when it's all actually scheduled and done because we were waiting for the confirmation of the yeah you know if it's going to be played on obviously on tv and what time and what date and all that so yeah um, i'm really looking forward to it so uh you know nice to have you come to sweden
0: yeah i can't wait Like, and if you can't make it then we will be we'll figure out a way to like put it on like youtube live and twitter live and whatever else we can do if we have to use a few phones to do it then that's what that, that that's what we'll do but it's 35 days away so like like christian said if you're around f- saturday first of april if you're around North Shopping or you're in sweden you fancy traveling even if you're in other places and you you've got i don't know you've got shit loads of money and you fancy flying over then <laughs> come over and buy me and christian bevy <laughs>
1: yeah we, we we totally understand, obviously it might be something, and you know that it's hard for people you know not living in Sweden to just fly over for obviously you know that, that you know, but it's more like yeah. if you're actually around then why not and if there's okay. any Swedish listeners uh you know listening to this now, uh being quite close to North sherping, like Stockholm is only like one and a half hour away with the train, you've got Lynn which is forty minutes away, uh which is a big city as well uh you know if there's people around there who wants to to join and come and just have a have a good day, really. Like, that's that's all we we ask for. Uh, chat about Liverpool and just interact and have fun with people. So, let's do it. So, yeah, it, it will be great. Uh, I can't wait. Yeah, and,
0: and and obviously, I don't think I need to say this, but it's free, obviously. Like, we're not charging anything to anyone because that's a bit mad. Um, We just want to have, like, a good time with everyone. If everyone wants to come and have a bevy with us, Hopefully, yeah, and Liverpool game as well to focus on, which could be massive. Yeah, there's loads, of, loads of good stuff that we can do, and like I said, giveaways. Yeah, just having having a, having a good time. So it'll be very very interesting and, to do. To yeah,
1: become. that's. The- yeah and that's the thing as well like you said it's free obviously uh, and it's mu- as much as we like to come and chat about Liverpool for, you know for, with people and in front of people you know and talk about obviously you mick from Liverpool and talk about the Copper podcast and our views on Liverpool it, as much as we like to do that it's it's actually also us who just loves to come out to meet people and have uh, a few beverages it's a party for us as well so it's not it's not that oh we are here to you know talk about Liverpool and just focus on us it's actually us focusing on actually being in a great supporters meeting with loads of people you know supporting Liverpool and just have a great day and night that's that's uh, as much as important as anything else so it's a great mixture which is um, great to look forward to
0: yeah, and it's us testing the water as well to see if something like this would be good. I'm sure it'll be amazing. I can't wait for it. But we might be able to do more stuff like that in the future as well if it if it goes well. So it's exciting. It's exciting stuff. Um so get it in your calendar, first of April, Man City game, get yourselves over to the Cromwell House in North Shop and do it. Uh but yeah, let's talk about the uh the stuff that we don't really want to talk about, which was the Madrid game. Which when we did the preview, we were both very excited, rightly so. The yeah. um, <laughs> an amazing team comes to Anfield and a Champions League night under the lights um, it's always going to be exciting and because of the way we won the games against Everton and Newcastle we had a bit of momentum and Klopp was like on like kept saying like oh yeah we need to make sure we build on it and we've won two in the past and then we lost and we've lost our momentum and stuff and consistency and it, w- it was an amazing start it really was like the Nunes goal in four minutes and what a goal it was like it was absolutely it was class, it was like absolutely world-class the way the, the way the pattern of play, the ball into Nunes, the way he flicked it like that, similar to the goal he scored against uh, Fulham, but without the deflection, like, it was just a pure, classy goal, got us off to the perfect start didn't it, and I just want like obviously the Salah goal, which doesn't come much a- long after 10 minutes after, Salah catches Courtois out and you're like, fucking hell 2-0 up uh, <laughs> I, pre- I predicted 2-0 and <laughs> I was like, this it's, it's going to happen and then it was a, it was a, anyway. It was a great start, wasn't it? And it's, it's it's just a shame we didn't really build on that after there.
1: Yeah, like you mentioned, we had like fifteen minutes, which were great. And the first goal is it is amazing. I just I think I posted on Twitter something like Nunez, you mad fucker, or something like that because I just I just love that he scored goals for us. But I just love also that he scored like brilliant goals for us. That's something that you will always remember, even though the result would take that away a bit. You will always you know, remember, like, that's what he can do. And he got that in his locker. So I thought that was brilliant. I thought it was a great goal. I was happy for him because obviously there's still people out there giving him, you know, critique and not thinking that he's good enough for Liverpool, but he's fucking amazing. I love him. Um And Salah, obviously, with the, pre- with the press that he puts on in Courtois, it's shown something that can happen. And we saw that the other way around uh, later on as well. But 2-0 up, I thought, like, come on, we need to... um we need to change the game a bit here like we got 2-0 in 15 minutes or whatever it 10 or whatever it was uh and we Now we, you know, I, I was telling my colleague uh, um, because I was at the work thing at the same time. So we were watching it in the background, but I told him like when we tune it up, I said we need to we need to change to maybe be just a boring Chelsea on the Mourinho here and just actually park the bus and just make all spaces tight because we know they got the creativity and Vicinius is fucking amazing. And we know that he likes to score and run into, you know, a lot of space as well. So I just thought, let's be boring. I, I don't care if people are, you know, looking for looking like uh, at it like we should be something to you know uh, entertain them and stuff because that comes with the goals as well no one would really care we just get the result two 0 up against Ramadi at home is brilliant so I just thought that but we never really did and that's my actually big criticism against um, towards Klopp actually that with that result we should have you know been doing something totally different than we did because we still kept on going. I, I think obviously with the two 0 up we were we were, uh, you know, on on clouds, you know, you know, we were thinking like, let's go for 3-0 because this seems to go easy. But because it's Real Madrid and the quality they have, we kind of invited them back in the game with giving them space. Because even if they were 2-0 down, they still weren't worried, I guess. That's the feeling I had. And that was my big problem with this game that we didn't really take advantage of the 2-0 up. Uh, I don't know your view, Mick, but I just felt like fucking hell, we we can't let five goals in and I'm feeling that way. We need to do something yeah. just fucking close to fucking shop and not let them have all them kind of spaces and and, and and give them the time to be creative.
0: Yeah, I don't I just I agree. I don't I just don't think we've got another way of playing, unfortunately. I think it's kinda like if we're winning then great. But I don't think we've got quite the personnel at the minute to kind of do what you're saying like you know when we used to do it like one album and stuff and be able to close and squeeze games out and, and stuff I don't think we've got quite the personnel like missing Canate and missing Thiago when in hindsight it's a wonderful thing but it it, it was massive in, in, a, in a game like this where you need like I've never seen Vasinius, Vinicius Jr. like properly contained but I did see him contained when we played them in the in the Champions League final and Kanato was the guy that did that so missing him was massive uh, but we still that the start that we got we still should be able to I don't know just like change because you've started in the best way you possibly can you should then be able to change slightly to to close those spaces because I think Courtois said after the game like they play such a high line, there's so much space, so you can get at them. Like it's not basically saying it's quite easy if you've got the right players, and they have. They've got Modric, <laughs> <Yeah>. who is <laughs> just a freak of nature, like 37 years old. Like how is he still so good? Benzema, what 35, just scoring goals for fun. We all know the, 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 the Vicinius Junior is, is 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 amazing. Like he he's definitely he's one of the best in the world, and only 22, and it's him that gets the. The first goal, which is only like seven minutes after we got our second. And it's like you're like, oh, all right then, fair enough. They've got one. That should be like the the little stab in the back to be like, right, let's let's shore it up. Let's be a bit more defensively better. Um but fifteen minutes after that, and if it, it felt like longer than fifteen minutes after you get the second one, is is Liverpool just doing stuff that is a bit mad and a bit crazy and completely avoidable. Like the whole Pattern of play: the Joe Gomez passing it back, and then I've, I don't know if you saw the, the like the screenshot of when Alisson is about to kick the ball, and you can see Gomez has gone right over to the his right to get going to space. Van Dyke's in loads of space on the other side, and it was a bit like a carrier's moment where he's just panicked because he's getting Vinicius is kind of right down on his down his neck, and he's like right on top of him, and he's like made the decision, and and he's kicked it at him, and it's gone in, and it's. It's stuff like that that Klopp was kind of saying today, like, we, we're we getting used to being consistent again, but we're still going to have drop-offs because we're still not 100% confident. And I think that goal, especially Alisson, after the performance against Newcastle and the way that he played and kept us in the game, and then he goes from that to, to, to doing that, and I think that kind of sums up our season, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, and you know, I just you know, it's 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 one thing obviously that the opposition gives that kind of goal that Courtois gives to us when Salah scores two 0 It'd be like that. That's something you don't get every game. So you know, take that and use that advantage and just fucking you know use it f- for your uh, own benefit. But then we do the same thing, and I think like with Alisson... He had the obviously option with Van Dijk to you know pass him, but it feels like he's tried to go with Gomez, who was a little bit more close down on the, with the angle, if you like. So or just you know, make sure to just fucking you know boot it up in the stands. <laughs> I, I don't care, you just get yeah. get rid of get you rid of it. Because, exactly, and that's the thing as well. And you know, we all love uh Allison and you know we know what we get from him as a goalkeeper, he's world class, he's brilliant, but that does cost us in a way as well because that means we were 2-0 up. Now it's 2-2. Two two. It kind of takes uh, our self-confidence away as, as well. Then we start to get some nerves into the game because uh, obviously the, f- the first 15 minutes we were flying and you know we're, that's that's what I think as well that we, we are a little bit naive because when we 2-0 up against Real Madrid at home, we want to go for 3-4-0 because this goes easy. Let's just build on this momentum. But we should be more clever and sit back, yeah. slow it down you know, get close to spaces down, be more boring and defensive. But like you said, we might not have that in our way of play at the moment, but we need to try it. We can't welcome them into the game as we did. And obviously after the 2-2, it just went one way. And in the second half, um, I, I, I don't know. I just felt like what's going on, like what happened from 2-0 up till 2-2 and then just not really showing up anymore. That's And that that's an issue, obviously, but I just felt what like this is not, it's just not okay. <laughs> this is just fucking yeah. really shit. Yeah. So, it,
0: it reminded me of um, straight away, like when we played Chelsea in January last um last year, and it was we were 2-0 up with like after 25 minutes at Stamford Bridge, and then we, we keep going the same way, going a bit gung ho, trying to get in behind, trying to get the third, like you said, and then they score two. And, and and it's 2-2 and the game ends 2 that game ends 2-2 but it just kind of brought back all those things that were still even though we had different players then we still had mana he scored and stuff we still we still kind of a bit one dimensional in terms of not systems we can play but actually like the I don't know, like the psych, the psychology and and the stuff and the, and the and, and the way that we've, we we look at things is kind of just like one. Like t- you get the, kind of in like tunnel vision where it's like, right, we've got two, let's get a third, let's really kill it off. And if that would have happened, we had chances to do that. Yeah, um, we had chances as well at two two one in that fifteen minute gap to get another one. Um, and it could have been oh so different. But then, you, like you said, Alison makes the mistake. It's another blow psychologically because you're like, oh fucking hell, like because every time we get some luck this season, it seems to be like two steps forward and then like 12 back because like we get a bit of luck call to our fucks up but then <laughs> within 20 minutes we give them a bit of luck back it was similar like with the other goals like um, deflections and stuff and we got lucky against Leicester with two OGs but then games after we just deflections and, and stuff goes in and you just think it's kind of even itself out but it's kind of going the opposite way for us where we're always in a deficit with with luck and i don't think you can kind of you can't put a price on luck looking footy especially when you're trying to defend shots maybe not as good as you can but and and they're going in and i I think the worst i don't know if it was the uh, well i i think it was the worst of the goals was was the Militar one which is literally so we get into get in at half time two two you're like right not ideal made a boss start we fucked up a little bit we let them score um in a in a shit way. We need to fix it. And then two minutes after the restart, we give away a free kick, which I don't know if it was a free kick, but in, in Europe 50, you're always 51, you're always it? gonna get them in Champions League. Yeah. You're always gonna get them. But I don't know if you saw that. like I mentioned the screenshot on that on the Allison era, but that the screenshot for this one is is a shambles. It really is. Like Modric whips it in. Uh, Militao's on Trent's side and then Trent's getting loads of hate because he didn't follow him. But we're, we're playing a zonal system. But no one, I think there's like eight or nine in the box and about three of them. And it's like, how the fuck is he getting a free header on the six yard <laughs> line? Straight yeah. in the back of the net with two minutes after the restart, where all of the talk in half time should have been, let's be tighter, set pieces, anything you. That, like, especially yeah, on, set, on, could your could you, toast, on your toes. On your toes. You can, you yeah, can be set up for a set piece, though. It's not like an a, in play action where somewhat a bit of skill a bit of ability a, like an amazing goal you you, you can go ah oh, fair enough like that's an amazing goal but with a set piece you can set yourself up in a way to prevent it and the second and third goals i'm sure all of them are preventable in a way but the second and third and they're such key goals as well like in terms of the tie but i think that that goal kind of just kind of absolutely knocked all of the wind out of our sails didn't it
1: yeah and I agree with you on that on that set piece as well. When you know they just Modric put it in a great ball, obviously, but to not have anyone even like moving, he's just there by himself, could just put his head to the ball, and that's a goal like this. It's so close, no one can react. But he shouldn't be even had the chance to be on the ball, to be honest, because that's our space. That's our space to defend and not give away. And that's the thing like we're not playing like we don't mark like what i call player to player like we play the solo marking and uh, and that's the thing as well it looks sloppy from trent but at the same time if 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 he's gonna have that zone uh, and that's his responsibility he shouldn't follow a player obviously but that's that's where communication is very important as well you know someone actually runs into space who it goes so quick at you know when when this when there's those kind of situation, maybe you should just, you know, man to man marking. I I don't know. I I don't know. You should, maybe you should be like, like, let's mark man to man on this one, because I don't know how hard it is to switch on in a game, obviously, because when I played football, it was always like, follow your man. Like there wasn't, it was never like solo marking because obviously I think it's a bit harder. It's a different level, but at the same time, you need your communication in the team. You need to know what to do. Uh, and well, obviously... that
0: goals, that goals. If if it's man to man mark, and that goal's completely avoidable because Van Dijk or whatever is marking him, he just heads it away, and it's like it's still two two, and it's just like fucking. That, out.
1: That's that's what I'm thinking. Like, it depend, like mark in different ways depending on different situation in in the game, or what kind of set piece or what kind of threat it is. Mm. I don't know. You know, it's just my view on it, and I'm you know I I, I never play football on the highest level, so I <laughs> you know I wouldn't know, but. But it's more like that's the way I would think when I am looking at it and be like, just follow your fucking man, make sure he can't get to the ball first because it should be easier to defend than to actually score. and actually scoring that, especially not giving that space away and give someone a free hand run goal like yeah. from one one meter away or something like that. But but like you said, the other goals then just I don't know, we, we were just knocked to our feet and just gave away like there, it was this little one as well. I think it was a throw in and for being you just had a bad touch. It's the five two yeah. goal, I think. Yeah. The first um one. And I just saw, you know, he, he gave it away, and he didn't even care to. Didn't, didn't run, run back. back.
0: He jogged. Exactly. Yeah, he and, jogged And that's, and and that's my.
1: Bi- and that's yeah, and that's my biggest problem. Like, not actually the bad touch that can happen. You you don't expect it to happen, like, you know, a lot of times in a game because they are quality players and they are professionals. That this is what they do for the for the full living. But if they do one, like, if they have a bad touch and give it away, and it it creates a counter a, a dangerous one. Just Jason. fucking make sure you yeah. run back and do your job. If it's, if they still score, you still did what you were supposed to do. You you lost the ball. You actually hunted them down hundred percent to try to get the ball, but it didn't work. But all right, you did the job. But now just to, to just don't care and actually just other people do your job. I fucking hate that. Not not only like in football in real life, but especially in football when it comes to like you just lost the ball and you can't be bothered. Okay, fuck off out of the team. Then just go to the bench because if if you're tired then. Or can't be bothered. That's what really makes me angry. Not actually that they score. It's the way they give the ball, yeah, the, the ball away and not be bothered to actually try to get it back. And to be honest, if we give. Being you obviously shit for losing the ball in that way and not um tracking back uh, and try to get the ball, I think the, the central defenders with van dyken go as well. Looks really slow and sloppy in that situation. It's like no one tried to take the ball, they just follow, follow into the space and just falls and falls. And there's no oh. one actually giving the pres- pressure. It's just Alison A-
0: coming out doesn't help either, does it? Alison comes out and like tries to block it, but yeah. if he stays on his line, it's Easier. And for, with Fabinho, it's like it's he's not even on a yellow card. Like just just take the yellow. Take Same for Pachetic. Like Pupachetic shouldn't be bailing Fabinho out of fucking situations that he's created. Fabinho should know, right, I've fucked this up. Yeah. Modric is a fucking <clears throat> freak of nature. He's gonna get away from me. He's too quick. He's too agile. Just take him down. Just take him down and just yeah. take the yellow card and we move on. But it at the, like I said at that time, we were just so mentally deflated that we are probably I mean watching the watching that goal back is so annoying because like you said because Fabinho was just lose it on any jog because he, he's like in his mind he's like well I'm not going to catch up so I'm not going to run it's like
1: yeah exactly and I, I you know that, that's the thing as well I, I won't throw uh, Bacetti under the bus because he's 18 years of age he's been playing really well for us been our best midfielder for a long time now and actually you know had his great performances in the last couple of games now we get the chance to play in a Champions League game against Real Madrid, uh, and and did it, you know, good. Like the, I, I wouldn't complain about anything except maybe for not helping to track back as well, because even if it's Fabinho, like the, he, he's the first responsible man to try to take back the ball that he lost they obviously need to try to do it as well because they are a team they will do it together so that's that's a bad thing but you know at the same time he's a young lad still learning played the whole games almost the whole game so the thing is he might be tired he might be obviously even if that's not an excuse i can i can understand it more when it comes to him than with fabinho if you're going to have some kind of excuse so but they can't lose a ball like that and not track back they need to they need to run they need to fight for it especially in a in a situation where that goal actually should have never have happened because of the way it was created for them. But that goal can actually be the difference. Say that we actually get one or two at, at away. We we yeah. still can. You know, but you can you never. You know, say never. But the thing is, it's a big difference between four two and five two. So, well, it's like,
0: um, remember the Barcelona game where <clears throat> Dembele has a chance late on to make her um to make a four 0 doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And if it takes that, then we it's it's all about like how many goals you need back. And I know it's different because it, we were going back to Anfield. There's always a chance, but we've now got a win, we've got to win three 0 to take it into extra time on the fifteenth of March. Yeah, and that's going to be. <laughs> I mean, we'll have we'll have Canate back. Hopefully, we'll have Tiago back. We'll have Jota and Firmino back in. I don't know playing more games and stuff. So we'll have more options hopefully. But it's still going to be it's it's a it's a massive ask, isn't it? Because I think even Klopp said after the game like. Um, Carlos said it's not over, but um, I kind of think it is, and I don't. That's not like I don't think that's the featest of them, I just think it's like he won't be saying that same thing to the players in the in the dressing room. We'll be saying, "Yeah, we just need to go there and try and score early, put pressure on them." But it's a, it's a big ask to to go because we tried to make Madrid as under pressure as much as we could at Anfield. It worked for a period, but away from home at their place is going to it's that's going to be, it's going to be fucking it's going to be difficult, isn't it?
1: Yeah, you have to be realistic as well. It's always a chance, but we need to score early. We need to score, you know, like you said, three goals to even take it into like extra time, or like four goals to go into the, to actually go and win yeah. it. And, and and away from home against Real Madrid, uh, it's nearly impossible. It's not impossible totally, but it's nearly impossible. We can still do it, but it, we have to still be realistic about it. So that's why I think with what Klopp said, yeah, well. So we'll see. We we might go with a really really strong team and just go for it, or we might just be clever, depending on how everything looks in Premier League at the moment at that time. So, yeah, we'll see. But this game five uh, considered Anfield in a Champions League game. Um, in that way, it's not good enough. That that's something yeah. that they have to, you know, be criticized for and work on going forward. And you know, hopefully. It would be some kind of wake up call as well that we can't let that happen. We can't let, you know, support us down in that way, because that's in one way where I think they did, because you know, the the atmosphere was great. You know, they had their Anfield in the back, 2-0 up. Let's, you know, I wouldn't say just let's go for it like I mentioned before. I I wanted them to, you know, change the style of play and be a little bit more clever about it. But you can't you can't lose the game and lose the grip of the game in that kind of way. And that's what they need to learn from it.
0: Yeah, and like I said, there's, mass, there's some massive games coming up. Obviously, we're going to talk about Palace in a minute, but there's, we've got four Premier League games before the next leg. We've got Palace tomorrow, Wolves, and then Man United. Both are home. Both going to be massive games in terms of getting points in the in the league and in Bournemouth before the second leg. So hopefully, there's plenty of games there to get people back up to speed and ready for. What's gonna be? I, get, I mean, it'll be. in a, It's. It have to be realistic. It's gonna, but still gonna be exciting. There's always a chance when it's Liverpool, and that's, I think that's the thing we need to take on. I think that's kind of what Klopp was saying today in the press conference when he was talking about Palace and, and stuff that we need to get ourselves like back into a, Because he he made like quite a funny analogy, I thought, which he he said like something along the lines of, um, like he scratched his car, and then you're nervous for a bit after it. But and after a few, you've drove a few more miles. you like you realise that it was just unlucky, and you're like, "Well, I'm confident again now. I can I can drive without thinking about like scratching it." And I think that's like quite a good analogy in terms of where Liverpool are at the minute because we've had some good performances, but we're still a bit nervous about. oh, is it going to turn back to the way? It was, and I think we can see that that we're gonna we're gonna be inconsistent this season. I think we just have to accept that now until we get everyone back fit. Like I mentioned, having Thiago and Canate back will make us a low better. Like having having those players against Madrid would have been amazing. Just to keep the ball, keep them out. With we both of them would have been amazing. Um, but Klopp said like every game is going to be a Champions League qualifier, which is, I think we've always like and Klopp and the team have always looked at it like that. Like every game is the only one they're looking to, and I think that's kind of. The way we need to do it, um, we need to find consistency and believe in ourselves. Uh, and then looking at the table, like Newcastle don't play this weekend, so we could go, we could go three points behind them, um, which would be massive, wouldn't it? Absolutely massive, considering how their seasons like looked on as like, oh, they're amazing, like they're doing Eddie Howe's having a good season, which which they are, and which he is. But we're like ab- abysmal, and we we have not been good at all this season. We've had some good games, but we could go three points behind them tomorrow, if if we win, which is I think, it's, I think it's, a, it's a massive game.
1: Yeah, it is. And obviously it's Crystal Palace away, which is a hard place to go as well. Sometimes we go there and it's been easy. Sometimes we've been there and it's been really, really hard. So you really never know what you're going to uh, what you're gonna get, but uh you know at least we have to make sure that we turn up and that we put in our performance, and that's everything we can do, so then we always have a chance, even you know without any you know disrespect against crystal Palace, but if we show up we will give them a game, but we need to make sure to not go into their traps because they they are a good team, you know, without being like top top, they still are a good team, and it's great atmosphere there as well in the stadium so um, it's a massive game and i hope like you said if we can get the three points then we, we you know we're, we're breathing down the neck of newcastle and they will feel it and you know everyone's like you said as well mentioned uh, about liverpool season being so bad and yes we have been bad in certain situations like the game against real madrid now at home which is really really bad but if we can continue to really haunt down the top four spots for Champions League next season and come close to them that you know they will feel that we are just behind them just you know breathing down the neck like I said so it's this massive in that way because that makes them hopefully a little bit shaky as well because they know yeah. that they need to play their games and get points and and lately they haven't really because they've lost against us they dropped points against others so, if we can just continue to show that we we're not going to give up, we're going to fight this, this till the end. I think there might be a chance that, you know, we make uh, a few of them teams up there, a little bit shaky like Tottenham, Newcastle and so on. So, let's just go to the focus of Premier League and try to do it. Like, even if we're going to go to Madrid away and just put in a performance and do whatever we can, we just need to now have main focus on the games coming up because, that, you know, like you said, uh, Crystal Palace away, we got Wolves, we got Man United, they are massive games. If we can get, like, points from them and putting. in Great performances. We will be in the top four uh, fight until the end of the season, and I think that we even be able to get the Champions League spot as well if that happens.
0: Yeah, it's absolutely, it's absolutely huge. And like I mentioned, Canate uh, is back in training. Klopp said he's had two two sessions, so uh, I don't think he'll. Well, he won't be back for this one. But like we said, we've got Man United next Sunday at home at Anfield. Uh, they've just beat Barcelona. Unfortunately, the through to the next round of the only the Europa League though, uh, <laughs> but I mean they're in the final of the Carabao into Newcastle. That's this this weekend as well, I think. Uh, so they've got some good things going for them. But I'd love to put a statement down there as well, which would be massive. But yeah. just in terms of team news, he didn't. I don't think he really got asked about like who's fit. He said a couple of people will. He'll make changes. I heard something about Joe Gomez potentially having an injury but in terms of who you'd start then uh would you just ch- would it only be gomez out for Matip, or would you change any other other players
1: it's a tough one because you know um you think of the games that we played against everton and newcastle and then you think about the game that we play against real madrid um and you you know you think of the players who put in a great performance in those two games before the Champions League game and you'd be like, I don't know if I would be that kind of person who say let's bring or take them out of the team because of the Madrid game because they did great in the other two. So it's not one game that sets the standard for the whole rest of the season, if you know what I mean. So Gomez is obviously maybe injured now. I don't know. He went down the tunnel, didn't he? I don't know. I, I, I don't know if... Anyone have confirmed or it's just rumors say you know, maybe hamstring and stuff like yeah. that. I, I don't know. I, I think
0: he'll be out. I think it I think we'll see Mata back in alongside yeah. so, Van Dijk, which in hindsight might have been the best choice for the Madrid game. But I mean it's easy to say that when you've the game's yeah. been played and someone's had a bad game. But I but mean I, like but in midfield, Henderson, Fabinho, Bacetic, and then up front we've got Salah, Gakpo and Nunes.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't change it to be honest. I don't think I, I would. I, I think I'd rather just give them the the boost of actually. I, I go with you again, lads. Even though what happened, you know, against Real Madrid. Um... I'm not going to throw any one of you under the bus and take you out and because of that. I, I want you to go and before you know put a performance in like I yeah. did against Everton and Newcastle and show that this was just a one off and that we can go again uh, because I think Bissetic still uh, deserves to play. I think for being you um how much we give gave him shit now for not tracking back. Correct. I think you know he's been okay since he came back playing with Henderson and and Bicetis. and Henderson is still a leader and know the people quite, uh, criticism uh, give him criticism for for loads of things. I think it's just it's just an engine that we still need, though. Like, that's just my opinion. But I think we need an engine who can actually make us run and fight more than some players sometimes are. Like, we need someone to push that extra mile for everyone, really. And he does that. He, he shows by example. And I like that. I think every team need that kind of play, especially when we have had a season when there hasn't been intensity and this aggressive, uh, aggressiveness that we've been talking about before. So... I would go with that and then obviously nunez scored a great goal. Uh Gakpo is still new but has done brilliant lately so with Salo also obviously get, getting his goal even if he was lucky there's no point in my point, point of view to just change lows. I'd rather just go with a bit of a safety go with that team to perform well against uh, Everton and Newcastle and hope that will be enough because that's the feeling and then we have know, and Jota still coming back from their injuries but coming into more of a f- hopefully form and game time giving them more of a boost so we get the ch- we have the opportunities to actually change things as well, so that's that's the way I would go with. It. I don't know about you.
0: Yeah, I would. I think I don't. Yeah, I'd only change Matt up in for Gomez and just be like, yeah, we've got players on the bench still. I mean, if he wanted to change, I don't know, take Gakpo out, put Jota as a, as a nine for a, maybe more of a, a, a in behind goal threat against against the attackers. I mean, we, we we saw in the last game. At Anfield where Nunez gets his red card because of um, Anderson and he does that fucking stupid fall and dives to the floor and whatever. So it's them meeting up again. But I think because Nunez is now on the left, he's kind of out of... I mean, he's up. he'll be up against Nathaniel Klein, and he'll fucking... It, it, he'll, he should absolutely rinse him. And they're missing <laughs> Zaha, I think, as far as I know. I think Zaha is still out. So Trent will feel a little bit relieved that it will probably be like the likes of a schlup or whatever yeah. or a, that's An really, really good for us. It's a, it's great for, it's great news for us because we know how much he turns it on against us. So hard and he always does well because he's a he's a pain in the ass, but he's a great player. Uh, so <clears> that's a good bit of good news as well. But I just feel like yeah, I think go with what we've done in the last couple of games against Everton, Newcastle. We haven't played. Amazingly well, but we've done. We've got enough in the tank, and we've got enough quality all over the pitch. I think, I, like I mentioned earlier, if we if we had Canate back for this game, I'd feel a lot more confident in terms of having pace to defend the high line and stuff. But we've still got enough with Matip and, um, especially with Van Dyke back as well. To yeah, to to kind of just yeah, just just get this Madrid one out the system. Be like, yeah. yeah, we played, we played well at the start. We <laughs> fucked it up, but in patches we were we were good. But we just came up against a really good side. They we were clinical and scored pretty much every chance they had. But that's how good they are. If you come up against the Palace, and the, we saw against Newcastle, Allison making saves. We're probably going to need Allison a load more this season, because, just because of how we play. And like we mentioned, like the high line and stuff. So it's going to be. I think it's going to be a good game. But hopefully, Liverpool can... Saturday night away at at, um, at their place. It's going to be proper rock, and they're going to be up for it. But we didn't. I don't think we done score predictions last game. I don't know if it's <laughs> a good thing to do or not. But I think I think it's always interesting to do a score prediction because I think it's a laugh. Go on, lad,
1: yeah, me. yeah, I will just go with 2-1 Liverpool. So it will be a tough tight game, but where we'll, we come away with three points, uh 2-1. So it's gonna be a nervy one, but that's just my feeling now. But I, I'll just go with it. That's what my 2-1. my head just tells me now that it's two
0: one. i will absolutely take any any sort of win. Any sort of win. I think we every game this season we're like, yeah, any sort of win sound, but just I'm just looking at Palace's like recent Results so they drew with Brentford in the Premier League. This is so drew the last two. Um, so in terms of the last five in the league, they've drawn four, lost one. So, I mean, not 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 the best. The last win in the league was back on um back against Bournemouth. So it's been been a while for them that they actually won a game. But we know they like to turn it on against Liverpool because they've got pace and they've got goal scorers, and we've got loads of space in behind. So. It's a bit of a recipe for disaster against any team with pace, but if we turn up with the right mentality, Klopp mentioned in the press conference, if we turn up with the right mentality, the right energy, forget all the stuff that's negative stuff and just focus on the good stuff we've done and elongate the good stuff for a longer period of time. Liverpool should have enough to to beat them. Um, but yeah, just, I think we can leave it there. That was a good, good 40 minutes there chatting about... Was, loads of different stuff we could have done, could have done another <laughs> hour probably like dissecting everyone's performances and stuff but uh, just the no point everyone... is it like we, we know nah, what happened no we just we just like you said we want to
1: go to uh palace and just get real madrid out of the system by putting in a great performance uh, uh tomorrow night uh that's what we can do and i think I, I don't know who you know if people watched the uh, club press conference and he, he got really angry there we're just you know talking about what yeah. You know, as, as as soon as we lose, you know, we just throw everyone under the bus, like the fan base. I'm talking about in general. Like we say, oh, like, not, oh, get get rid of him, yeah, because he's shit. And then when we win, like, oh, we're back. You know, give him a new contract. Or maybe you should stay a little bit longer because he put this in this performance and that performance. I think it's right, you know, that it is It is a long-term work, like it's not, you know, form sometimes just comes and it goes well and everything clicks, but when you find it a little bit hard and you need time, well you can't you can't just do it straight away, and I, I get him and I understand him and I respect him for it, so I think just as long as we just fucking get behind our team and our manager and our players, and yes, they will disappoint us this season because they already have with really bad performances, I think that we hopefully not tomorrow night but I think there will be some more moments where we would be like oh that was shit but if we can just together try to get on the right track and get back together then in the long term it will be okay like we 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 still have a team with great quality players uh there will come a summer whatever we finish in the league this season hopefully get a champions league obviously that's what we all hope for but there will become a summer where I think there will be you know quite a lot of players leaving and I think the plan is that we're going to bring in you know uh several quality players as well so klopp looking forward to just try to make this season as, in the best way possible and then he would try to build a great team again that's the feeling i get and that's what he said in an interview not long ago in a podcast you know he wants to rebuild to a great team of liverpool again before he before he goes uh, be- so just yeah. finish that finish his contract so let us just help him with that just help him being try to be positive support the team and just go with it and try to make this season the best way we can together because when the summer comes and we get some fresh air and everyone gets support for football then we will go again in August and you know we never we don't know what kind of team we will have then but I've, I I don't think we will have another season like this because they will make sure to change that until then you know with new players and with us just looking back on this season thinking we can't do that again.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. Well, that, well, that's it. Cause like, it's, I don't get like the, like the negativity. Like the, I don't think you should, if you're a fan of Liverpool and footy and the only way that you get some kind of sick enjoyment is by being negative. Like we've been negative loads on shows, and we have today as well. Like slating players and and certain moments, whatever. That's fine, but you need to be positive as well. You need to be positive about what's going to happen. You can't just be like, "Well, we should have strengthened here, there, and there." It's fucking shit. We're not going to get a top four. Blah blah blah. Write the season off, which we've been, we've all been guilty of wanting to do this season. But you've just got to be as as hard as it is. Like you think of like you like. It's like yeah, the the uh, battery on your phone where it's like, are you fully charged? I think most of us are quite low on battery in terms of how we're supporting the team. We're probably all on about a 20 or a 30 in terms of maybe on a 60% last week after the Newcastle win or 70%. We'll probably drop down to 20 or 30 again. But we just need to keep getting that charged up to the highest it can be to then, yeah, when we get, especially the home games coming up against Wolves and United. The atmosphere needs to be amazing, and it was against Everton. It was against Madrid, and it it helped against Everton. It helped initially against Madrid, but you're up against quality. But we need to make sure, like, and especially away performance as well. Like the the, the lads that travel are, are in top voice, and that that only happens if people are being positive and people are spreading like the the word that we need that needs to be positive and loud and get behind the players. So that's something exactly. that we need to be doing as well. So yeah. yeah. And just before we go I just want to give a shout out. I mentioned like the like the live show and stuff. We'll be giving like some stuff away from Jack Design. But we do have like a little partnership with Jack Design. So if you wanna head over and to jackdesign.uk dot UK forward slash shop, you can enter the code COPITE ten and get yourself ten percent off. So on the day, um in the shopping on the first of April we'll have like uh, like cups or mugs and badges and um, calendars maybe. Uh, it might be difficult to take T-shirts because we don't know who's going to win. Obviously, it's not fixed. So we don't know what size to pick. So it might be someone who's like fucking seven foot two like Christian and you, you have to get him like a triple <laughs> XL. Or it could be someone who's like five foot one and they need like an extra small. So we'll we'll stay clear of the T-shirts and jumpers as good as they are. But if you want to go and have a look at what he's got, then yeah, jackdesign.uk forward slash shop Enter the co cop 10, get yourself 10% off and there's, there's loads of good stuff on there. Uh, but yeah, we'll leave it there. It was another another good therapy session in, in a yep. way. Positive as well. Looking forward to tomorrow night. Like, If you can't be excited about the Reds playing footy a Saturday night, it would have been ideal at home, but it's away from home. Um, we need to turn the last results around, but I think we're all hopefully confident Liverpool can do that and go three points behind Newcastle. So loads of good stuff to look forward to um, but yeah nice one everyone for listening nice one Christian once again for jumping on and yeah we'll um, we'll see you all very soon sports social podcast network.